Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Psalm 26. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, hallelujah, we were like those who dream. Uh-huh. Glory be to God in the highest. When the Lord... When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, so I decided to call this one supernatural intervention in bracket turnaround. Amen. If you were in the anointing service, we dealt with it only that we just couldn't go into deep, into too much depth, but we'll try this morning, although time is not very friendly, but it's a blessing. So who brings about the turnaround? Come on, talk to me quickly. Come on again. When the Lord did what? When the Lord did what? When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. So when the Lord did what? Turned again the captivity of Zion. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. When the Lord, if you say turn around the captivity of Zion. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion. So who does it? God. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what he does. I found this particular narrative uh, establishing more, as it were, the character of God. He wants us to understand the God that we serve. See, during this time, it was during this captivity that you hear God through the mouth of Jeremiah saying, you may think that I have thrown you away. I don't do that. I know the thoughts I think towards you. They are not of evil. They are never of evil. I may be chastising you because you have been, you're trying to be disobedient, but you see, I'm chastising you for your own good. So when the Father chastises, when the Lord chastises his own, is because he's thinking of a perfect ending. Let me assure every child of God, every true child of God, everyone that knows that the Spirit of God dwells inside of him or her, you may be strained in some areas of your life today. Please, if you are yet to feel the heat of his correction, He's still warning you. If you think he will let you continue the way you are, you are joking. He's coming. He will deal with that aspect of your life. If you don't hear gently, he will come with force. And that's because he loves you. Because he's the end-minded. He will not want you to finish less than he has planned it. How has he planned it? You have. He said, I know what I think towards you to give you a hope and a future or to bring you to an expected end. Whose expectation is it? His. And that's why no matter what is happening or who is speaking, my confidence is in the one that I have to deal with. And in the name of Jesus, hear me if you're a covenant child of God. You will finish where? Yeah. I will finish where? Yeah. In the name of Jesus. It's not, it's, not, it's not subject to people's opinion. It's not, it's not up to what people want. He's his own expected end and it's up to me to agree with him. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? Praise the Lord. So that's why he's in the business of turning things around. In the United service, I 
tried to bring attention to the fact that if our covenant God is involved, he will turn it around. He never gets involved and leaves things the way he meets them. That's not the God I serve. That's not the God you serve. He doesn't. He loves you too much to leave you alone. That's some eight. So what is man that you are mindful of him? And that's why, can I say it again? If you are playing with sin in any area of your life, I beg you, listen why he's still prodding you to stop. He will beat you. It is to be completely correct not to use the cane now. God will use, he will chastise you. He will flog you. You are too dear to him for him to leave you alone. Okay. So that's his business. That's what he does. So I have some scriptures here. Glory be to God in the highest. Yeah. Maybe I should define captivity before I continue. Because as you turn things around, what does it turn around? It turns captivity around. What's captivity? Quickly, just dictionary meaning is the state of being held. I don't know where you're being held back. Believe me, this morning there'll be, there'll be, there'll be movement in the name of Jesus. Or being in prison, being enslaved, being confined, denied, prevented, where you're being blocked or hindered. I don't know. That's what it means. Uh, to impede, to stop, to inhibit, to circumvent, to restrain, where you should be moving but you are clogged up. Where, it's, a, it's, it's a confinement. It's a restriction. It's an impediment. I mean, that's what the devil does. The Bible says the thief comes not before to kill, to steal, to destroy. So he's either reducing or stopping you. You are to grow but it's stopping you you are to increase but it's stopping you and that's why you hear me preaching this one i'm preaching increase side by side because i'm trying to establish god's mindset to his people the god you serve is is look 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 he's much more loving than your earthly father if that if that if that truth sinks things will change around you hello hello praise the lord <laughs> so he says when the Lord turned again the captivity so you feel so confined you feel so impeded you feel so hindered you feel so imprisoned you feel so enslaved in an area where you should be celebrating I have good news for you he has conquered the enemy he has finished the work he has made an open shoe and disgraced the devil it is time for your celebration in the name of Jesus. I say it is time for your celebration. So is it just by your talking, Pastor? Yes, that's the means. That's the tool I've been given to speak by the anointing of the Holy Ghost and I'll get things breaking through for people in the name of Jesus. That's the truth. That's the way it works. And when I speak for a while, then I make an open declaration in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Are you confident? Oh, very confident in the name of Jesus. Watch. This month, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. So what does he do? What's God's business on earth? Turn things around. Deliver people. Set people free. Destroy chains. Hello? That's why the ultimate, the ultimate turnaround, maybe I should just go. No, okay, no. Before I get there, before I get there. First John 3, 8. He who sins is of what? Come on, help me. For the devil has what? From the beginning. When we say beginning, man wasn't created. That's his nature. 
So we are dealing with sin nature here. For this purpose, now shall we read this together? What purpose? Sin. What is sin? Causing men to always miss the mark. Hindering men from being who God has made them to be. Polluting and confusing and destroying. And this is the purpose for which the Son of God was manifested. In other words, but for this, Jesus had no business coming. Ah. He said, really? Go back and see the prophecy in the Garden of Eden. When, when, when God said that you will bruise his heels, the seed of the woman, the seed of the woman, he will crush your head. Devil. This is crushing the devil's head. That's why it's made manifest. To crush the devil's head. To break every siege. Laid against you and I. By the devil and his team. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest. What's the purpose? Come on, help me, church. Read. Oh, that he may come to negotiate. That he may come to rescue. Destroy the works of the devil. Yeah. And every work of the devil brings man into captivity. John 10 10. That's Jesus saying it from his own lips. Here it was John. Here it was John that could have confessed about him. But in John 10 10, hear what Jesus said. In John 10 10, he said, The thief comes not before to where? Okay, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Who is the thief in the Bible? Well, I heard one preacher say, a Nigerian preacher, God will help us. Preachers all over the world can be rascally sometimes. They preach it to suit what they want to say. He said, the Bible didn't say devil, it said thief. I said, ah. Okay, now, keep working. Don't mind him. I heard people say devil, devil. Where does he say Satan there? He said thief. I said, ah. So it's not Satan, it's thief against Jesus. Satan is neutral. The thief does not come except the only reason the thief will be your friend. The only reason the thief will try to enter your space. The only reason the thief, the thief will come to, to shower you with gifts is because he wants to steal something. He wants to destroy something. He wants to kill something from you. It's time to begin to discern. Don't carry it. I'm, I'm rubber into your bedroom. That's what I'm saying. He said, no, he's the best of person. Really? He says, when he comes that way, like the shining light, he's a destroyer. He's a killer. He's a thief. This, the, the, the other part of it, I have come. Who was speaking here, please? I'm sure you can see it in your Bible. I have come, Lord. Come on, help me, help me, help me. And as against coming to steal, to kill, to destroy, I have come that they may have what? Life. In other words, when you get into a covenant with me, it enhances your life. I'm talking Christianity this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Covenant with Jesus. So that's his duty. To restore, to turn again, to give you, to bring you back to your place of power, dominion. You are not slave to anything. 
not to a habit, not to man, not to fear. Hear what Dr. Luke said about him in Acts 10 38. He said, How God anointed Jesus Christ, come on, of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? Power. And he went about doing what? Everywhere he went, things turned around. Everywhere. Everywhere. I want you to know the nature and the character of the God you serve. How God and Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power and he went about doing good. And how, 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 how was that good qualified? Healing all who are oppressed of the devil. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Hmm. One of the definitions of captivity that I didn't read, let me read it. Said to force somebody to a place or to force somebody to a condition. There are certain conditions that you are forced into. Today you'll be free in the name of Jesus. You say, how? He said, we overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. I believe God in the name of Jesus. Somebody's miracle begins today. Yeah. And some are listening and watching. In the name of Jesus, let the rearrangement begin in your life. Yeah. I say in the name of Jesus. We are serving the God that breaks bondages, that turns captivity around. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to That's his nature. That's who he is. That's exactly who he is. <laughs> We give God the glory for this. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, when the Lord turned again. So what we are saying is that that's what he does. After the covenant children of God have come out and now they were by the Red Sea. Weren't they trapped? Weren't they hindered? I thought they were on the march to the land that flows with milk and honey. But now, truncated. And not just truncated. Look like this will be the end. No, but when God is on the journey with me, you can never determine my end. No, the devil can never determine my end. When God is on the journey with you, ah, that Red Sea will become the miracle place. Ah, I'm talking to somebody here today. What in your life is looking like a Red Sea will become your testimony. In the name of Jesus. And the devil that will not let go will be buried forever. I say in the name of Jesus. That's the way our God works. But it takes your believing in him or believing him to get results. I was listening to Kenny Hagin. You know what he said? He said when I was on bed for 16 months, promised that I would die. The the last doctor that ministered to me, a believer, oh, he will always come and pray with me and I'm fantastic. So the first thing I did when I got healed was I went to his office to go really thank him. He gave me hope more than anybody. But medically said to me, he said that you will survive this is one in a million. I said, but I survived. That's somebody's testimony. <laughs> this is the God we serve. <laughs> you will survive. Amen. In fact, you have overcome this. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. you have. You have. <laughs> He says something. 
He said the book was, oh, the Bible was open. He was on the bed. The Bible was open right there on the floor when he was turning, just looking. And he didn't come to turn him. He remained like that forever. The mom would come and turn him. Open to Mark 11, 23, 24. He said, you see, I didn't say it in a very rude way. He said, we got to a time, I said to Jesus, I said, Jesus, if I can see you like I see mama standing at the end of the bed, I will say to you today, that your word says, if I say to this mountain, be thou removed. And I don't have doubt in my heart, but believe that what I say will come to pass. I will have it. See, I'm telling Jesus, you say, believe, I believe. You say, on earth, I'm on earth. You say, believe, I believe. You say, say to the matter, I have said it. See, so I will say to Jesus, he's refused to move. I'm sorry, Jesus. I will tell you you're a liar. Say, not truly, but that's the way. Say, then from my inside, I heard God saying, go back and read. If you believe, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not have a doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have. He said, go back and read. Those who believe will have. See, you want to have before you believe. If you truly believe, you will move. He said, they started shouting on the bed, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. While he was shouting, I believe. He said, the voice came back. If you believe, get up. He hasn't got up in 16 months. He said he tried. He said he was afraid because no strength. The moment he tried, he said, like an electric shock, whoom! He said he got sat up. He put his feet on the ground. Nobody was there. He stood up for the first time. If you believe, you will move. Don't tell me you believe. If you believe, you will move. Then you can begin to understand why I talk the way I talk. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm 60. If I'm afraid of man, nonsense. No, absolute nonsense. When 33-year-old rule countries. I think it's time to tell ourselves home truth in this country. So I put my foot on the ground, I stood, and then moved. I moved. Then when I hear some noise, I quickly stagger back. I didn't want them to see me first. So after a while, I could move. Ladies and gentlemen, is in the habit. Our God is a specialist at turning things around. Maybe I should remind you quickly. You see where God was going? The emphasis he wants for this year? When he gave us Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 and 8, down to the end, 7 and 8 particularly, he said, I know your works. See, I have said, I'm not going to. I have set before you an open door. Why? Because, see, 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 your strength is small. Compared to what you have to accomplish, you are under siege. Your strength, you can break through by your strength. But to trust me, guess what? I have broken the siege. 
while they are blocking you have opened a passage for you that no man can stop no devil can stop you cannot be stopped he is in the habit of breaking sieges that's his character that's his nature that is what Christianity is all about that's what he did at the Red Sea that's what he did at Jordan that's what, that was what he did ah, the woman with your blood no man can help you you are dying your final day is marked. He said, if only I can touch his garment, I will be made whole. She was driven by that conviction. I wondered where she got the strength from. She got out of her bed. Uh, they said, I mean, she has spent everything. She was ostracized. There was nobody. Because she was a pollution. I'm sure she went alone. They are laughing at you. You are stinking. They are looking at you. You will fall. It doesn't matter. I believe. I am convinced. The same people who are making a mockery of you will be the same people that say, it's my sister tomorrow. I'm not joking. If you, because of them, refuse to take a step, they will, they will march you over when you should be the leader. You see why we should pray for people in government? You see why we pray for our leaders? They don't pay me. Most of them don't even know that I'm praying. But he will rewards. Who knows that I'm obeying his instruction? They don't have to be Christians. The Bible says pray. So the seed! It's only those who go bearing preciousness that will surely come back. Hello? So you see captivity. Turn around. That's his work. I'm back to Psalm 26. Verse 2. Verse 2. Verse 1. Uh-huh. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Dream. That's what happens usually. See, see, see. Um, Amplified Bible said, seemed unreal. Message Bible, it says, unbelievable. I am here to announce your days of unbelievable miracles. In the name of Jesus, your days of unreal, seemingly unreal breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus, that's the God we serve. I'm believing that one, two, three, four, five, six, ten people will just catch on today. I'm going. <laughs> That's the God we serve. Don't you think it's a shame that you are in your, you are in your family and the devil is beating you, knocking you like football and knocking you inclusive and you can't do anything because you don't even know who you are. You don't even know the God you serve. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. So shall it be. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> That's the God we serve. Don't ask me. I can tell you the number of times that I should have died. Why are you alive? Because he, he spared my life. 
not because I was smart. And if you spend my life, there's a reason. Uh-huh. See, we're like them that dream. You see, when the Lord comes through, the physical, we have no explanation for it. Other than to say, it's like a dream. You mean, for real? For real? True? It's your turn. In the name of Jesus. Say, well, like them that dream. <laughs> I believe in the name of Jesus. Even your detractors will be the ones to announce your mouth. Your, your bre- <laughs> they will say, be careful. The hand of God is on that person. Even unbelievers, in the name of Jesus, even unbelievers, their diviners will tell them, please, stop it. Because you are looking for danger, trouble. In the name of Jesus. He doesn't share his lordship with anybody. He's Lord alone. It's altogether God. From everlasting to everlasting, it is God. <laughs> Oof. And that's why the greatest turn around you will ever see, Ephesians chapter 2. Why we were yet sinners. You didn't contribute anything to it. He demonstrated his love. Out of his rich mercy, he turned you around. Oswamerudomo. When I said to your brother, he turned slaves, prisoners of wars, he turned them to hairs by his death and resurrection. Ayah. You are a son in the house. True, you are. You are. Those who don't know, we call you slave. But you have to know for yourself that you are a son here to the throne. That's why your righteousness is not, it's his righteousness. Somebody said, we are, you know why we are more than conquerors? Because he's a conqueror. So we are more than conquerors, because we are conquerors in his, con- in, 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 in his being a conqueror. So we are more than conquerors. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Well, like them that dream, then our mouth was filled. I wrote it here. I said supernatural intervention. Amen. Yes, yes, what I'm talking now. Yes, amen. Supernatural intervention, that is restoration, which is wise hair. We always provoke the spirit of joy. Always. That's why the Bible says we draw water with joy out of the well of salvation. The well is there, and what you get out of it is salvation. But your bucket, you used to draw water there. It's joy. I wrote there, I said, supernatural intervention provokes the spirit of joy. So I put that's the attitude of the person experiencing supernatural. The attitude is joy. And in life, your attitude will always inform your conduct in life. So you can begin to appreciate why the expected attitude of the Christian is the spirit of joy. Come on, Ephesians chapter 5. 
You are. You don't have to turn to it. Verse 19. It says, make a melody in your heart. That's the, that's the believer. Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. It says, singing in your heart. It is the qualities. These are the qualities of the believer. You know why? Because when God saves you, when God delivers you, he leaves his nature. So you can appreciate why he says, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations, because, look, it's a circle. I wrote it there. I said, supernatural, we provoke joy. <laughs> That's your attitude. And that, aha. Ooh, yes. I said, your attitude will inform your conduct. Your conduct will in turn provoke restoration. Restoration, again, will provoke joy. Joy will inform your, joy, this is your attitude. That will inform your conduct. Your conduct, again, will provoke restoration. That's why you live in a life of continuous victory. You say, why? Because that's the nature of God. You say, but, but Pastor, wait. It was after they were delivered that they sang. I understand. But you as a believer today, are you delivered? Yes. So what's your, what's, what's your attitude then? What should your attitude be? Joy. That's why I said, do not be filled with wine, wine, sex, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Say you'll be making melody in your heart. It will provoke breakthroughs anywhere you go. That's why I say count it joy. Where even where you are trapped. That's what we see demonstrated in Acts chapter 16. They prayed and they started singing praises. And suddenly the place could not hold them. I'm telling that wife who seemed to be in a prison in your marriage. It's time to start singing. <laughs> Seems like a prison, and you've been wondering when will I be delivered? You're already delivered. Start singing. Uh-huh. So, what will happen? God will change my husband? Maybe. What will happen? God will break the marriage? He's not in the habit of doing that? Maybe. So, start singing. But you see, that's God's nature. You say, how? Psalm 30, verse 5. For God's anger is for a moment. Psalm 30, Psalm 30, verse 5. For his anger is for a moment. So even when God is angry with you, it's not forever. That's why he says to my, you see, you don't know me. I will deal with your foolishness, but my love for you will never be disturbed. It's for a moment. What about his favor? I, I, I didn't hear you. Uh, no, no, no. You, 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 I, for real? Are you just reading it or you are thinking about it now? His favor is what? Oh, 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 oh. So there's somebody here who is favored? There's somebody here who carries God's favor around? Can you see just understanding who your God is will change everything about your life? Don't tell me God is angry with me. You don't know him. He's angry with you if you are doing something wrong. He will beat that thing out of your system. But he loves you. His favor is for uh-huh. You see my confidence. Weeping may endure for a night. That's the nature of the God we serve. But what? Joy. <laughs> you will not weep into your grave. In the name of Jesus. No, you will not. This is where I know Christianity. Otherwise, I will not be a Christian. 
No, I mean it. I won't be. I'm not as simple as you think. This is where God made me. I think deep. That's why that's where he made me. He showed me who he is. And I realized I'll be the loser my whole life. If I don't give my life to Jesus. What I said in your advice is <laughs> I can't boast at God. Never. Never. He owns everything, including it, even the life I have. And he showed me. He didn't force me. Honest, he showed me. That's why I'm a Christian. I'm not forced to be a Christian. I'm very confident of this Jesus. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, hear this joy, hear this joy, <laughs> from the Bible dictionary, a sound of rejoicing, a shout of triumph, singing. So when he says, there was a mouth filled with laughter, and that tongue was singing is the same word, the Hebrew word rina. The word singing and the word joy is the same word, not, not in the family of, no, 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 the same. Weeping men do for a night, but singing comes in the morning because the melody starts from your heart. Joy is of the spirit, but it takes over the system and it is seen on the outside. It is felt on the outside. Some call it happy. Some call it bliss. Some call it fairness. Some call it, how do you call it? When they see, they say amiable. They call it all kinds of names. It's a reflection. You're venting the true nature of God that is inside. Joy comes in the morning. It says it describes the kind of joyful shouting at the time of great victory. And again, it talks about the nature of our God. No matter how long the siege has been, the siege is over. It will surely come to an end in the name of Jesus. He said, then it was said among the heathen, Their Lord, their God has done a great thing for them. Say, yes, God has done a great thing for us. And so we are the same word again. From today, may joy flood your life. In the name of Jesus. That's why the kingdom attitude is not in so much what I have. But it is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Of what good if I own the whole heaven and earth? And the trouble of keeping my estate is what I follow and pursue the rest of my life. I don't want that kind of wealth. I want to sleep well. I want to relax. Let the things multiply themselves. The ground produce of its own accord. No man knows how. The blessings of God, they make rich, they add no sorrow. 
But if I have to be thinking and running and hemming from morning till night at age 30, age 40, age 50, age 60, age 70, even if you own the whole world, where I call a kusha is that that one is, how do I say it in English? It's poverty stricken. No, it's a, it's a multi-billionaire in every currency. But the man, he spends more than, almost half on medicals. Uh, is that life? The blessing of God, the what? And they had no sorrow. There remained therefore a rest. For the children of God. What I'm saying to you is this. Take the first step. See, that's where you belong. But can you begin to actualize it? Take your first step into relaxing. And see whether God will not overtake you in what you are struggling for. I didn't read it actually, but I saw the synopsis of Jim Baker's book. I was wrong. I think that's the book. He was the largest televangelist in the world, or the most popular at the time. He fell. He was sad. Everywhere was shaken. Some people in the body of Christ now came out accusing him. I mean, man, the man was falling. Aye. Anyway, he was imprisoned. At that time, the wife left him. Of course. And everything, his empire was gone. By the time you come out, you wrote a book. I was wrong. Before the book hit the bookshelf, the stores, they were sold out. The whole world attacked him, abused him. Useless man, deceiver, stupid. See, men make noise when their own secrets are not leaked. But it's true, it's true. Just pray that this God that covers people's shame, keep on covering my shame. And may I never do anything that will annoy you to the person say, no, ah, no. You see, people who are worst a thousand times, they will be the one to accuse you the worst. Human beings are interested. And what pains me is that when Christians now begin to accuse Christians, I say, ah, etic by way. They say, you, you will stand, be careful. And we saw it happen with Jim Baker. Big men were just tumbling down because they won't keep their mouth shut. They were accusing. I said, ah, ah. Then God will reveal their own secret. Boom! They'll tumble too. Then they'll keep quiet. I'm sure God was one say, shut up. Shut up. Let me deal with him. I'm done dealing with him. Shut up. Let me deal with him. I'm, shut up. They said, no. Shut, shut, shut. Oh, you want to take over? Okay. I'll show them your own too. Finish. God doesn't disgrace anybody. They let us all know that we are human beings. And we are enjoying the mercy. We are all enjoying the mercies of God. Anyway, so he wrote, I was wrong. And he wrote everything that people were speculating. And the book sold. You know what he said? He said, when I was in the ministry, success, wealth, he said, for nothing, what I, I stood for for years, I got for nothing. 
the book sold in the millions. He became a multi-millionaire. I was wrong. And that, at that time, I wasn't afraid that any, any secret would leak anymore. We serve a God of turnarounds. Only that he doesn't like to be taken for granted. Just know that he's his grace. It is his grace. Enjoy his grace. Enjoy his grace. It's to be enjoyed. This month, this year, no weapon formed against you will prosper. In the name of Jesus, no enchantment against Jacob, no divination against Israel. In the same place where they gather together, waiting for your disgrace, they will say, See what the Lord has done. In the name of Jesus. Because he's your glory and the lifter of your head. Oh yes, you are above only, you are never beneath. In the name of Jesus, never beneath. You are head, you are not tail. You are a covenant child of God. You are the light that shines out of darkness. I say your light will never grow dim. In the name of Jesus. The path of the righteous has a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter. Even until the perfect day. I say your path will never stop shining. In the name of Jesus. You will not begin to regret that. Ah, gone are the days when I used to shine. No, no, no. You will always shine brighter in the forward direction. In the name of Jesus. I don't know who I'm talking to. They are disgraced in the name of Jesus. Because they are disappointed in the name of Jesus. The world was waiting to make a mockery. But now, it's celebration for you. In the name of Jesus. I said, there's no siege strong enough to keep you from accomplishing your life's purpose in the name of Jesus. That's what he does. That's the God we serve. He's the God of increase. He's the God of turnarounds. The Bible says, if he did not withhold his only begotten son, say, what makes you think that he will not give you anything? Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor. <laughs> hey! Now you know you are not alone. <coughs> You've never been alone. But now you are assured you are not alone. He's with you. He's with you. We've been men during the whole night. Be joy. Be joy. Be joy. Be shouting. Be victory. Be singing. Comes in the morning. <laughs> And the truth is this, the morning will always outlast the night. No matter what the devil tries, you are coming out victorious in the name of Jesus. I see you are coming out victorious in the name of Jesus. That's to say that your best is always ahead of you. That's the God we serve. We give him praise. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Udukoya, Please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.